Aaron Whitlow. Brandon Spivey. We are the Markout Movie Podcasters. I am I'm happy to be here uh, today. Um, man, life has been crazy. Brandon, how's your day going? My day's going okay. Well, kind of had a little stomach bug this morning. So I was oh. in the bathroom quite a bit. <laughs> so. Both ends with Brandon, both ends. <laughs> uh, let's see. But uh, uh, Brandon did mention uh, a viewer and friend, uh, Brandon, who knows him personally, I know, through Facebook, uh, has a prayer request. What is that prayer request, Brandon? Okay, yeah. Uh, so my good friend, Andy, about 10, 15 minutes ago, reached out to me and asked me to pray for his father-in-law. Um, so I just felt we have a platform here that's bigger. You know, I thought more people that pray, the better. Um, his kidneys are failing and the doctors are told him that, uh, there's nothing they can do. So I just wanted to request prayer for him and anyone that believes in prayer to pray for him. Okay. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to go ahead and just real quick, uh, bow my head and I pray for him just a little bit here. Uh, Heavenly Father, I pray for Andy's father-in-law. Lord, I don't know him, but I pray you do. Lord, we pray that you uh, be with uh, his father-in-law, be with his uh, health issues. And Lord, uh, if it's your will, pray that he pulls through. So Father, ultimately we pray your will be done. Lord, pray that you comfort the family, give them strength, let, let uh, Andy be, be strong, to be able to um, be there for his wife, to love on her, to have compassion. Uh, Lord, we pray that you just um, just give them the strength that they need to, to get through this. But Lord, ultimately, we do pray that if it's your will, uh, heal, Lord, because you are a doctor unlike no other doctor. We thank you for all you do. And this we pray in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not above prayer, man. Prayer is, you know, Christ is, is king. Um, okay, data plan later. Okay, whatever that is. All right, so something on my app, iPad popped up. So be before we get into... Do you want to do what we watch before we get into Nope? Because Nope, one, I want to be separate. So, separate. Did you watch? Yeah, separate. So, we'll, get, uh, we'll do what we watch. All right. Um, well, today's episode, by the way, we're, we're going to be discussing Shang-Chi and the Legend of Ten Rings. But uh, but before we get there, get there uh, let's talk about what we watch. Uh, if you don't mind, I want to start with something I watch. Uh, I watched a couple of things, Brandon. Oh, man. Uh, one I tried to watch Uncharted. I didn't get to watch it. I want to watch it. It looked. It started off so, so great, and I was like, "This is this is thrilling." Um, but I did watch They slash Them uh, <laughs> with Kevin Bacon. Wow! Oh wow! All right. <laughs> so is it wow in a good way or wow in a bad way? Was <laughs> it, it in can, between? It's in between, man. Uh, I, I I did get. Some Friday Thirteen vibes a little bit, but actually, while watching it, I was thinking the whole time. Fish Street, um, the second chapter, second part, did it better. That's what I. That's what I was thinking the way while I was watching. I was like, Fish Street was so much better than this. Um, but, uh, but Kevin's great. I'm all about some bacon. Uh, Kevin's great, uh, and the actors aren't bad in it. It just it had some weird beats that happened in it. And so I think that it was uh, just eh. Uh. So that's my thoughts on they slash them. Uh, but I thought that uh, it had some good, interesting stuff, but it was just eh uh, for me. Uh, next thing I watched was um, uh, was really bad. It's called Carter, and it's on Netflix. It's like a um, South Korean Action film, but a shot from like a one shot type of thing, yeah. and it was just I was just ready for it to end. Yeah, I was ready for it to end, uh, and it, it felt pointless. Um, the other thing I watched, which I I actually enjoyed, was The Gray Man. I actually love The Gray Man. I enjoyed it. Uh, uh, Chris Evans is great as a villain, which you pointed out that yeah, we've seen him as a villain before. And uh, and I've doubt, but he's better villain in this. 
There's yeah. more, but and you're like, but, oh, I forgot he was in that. <laughs> it's like what? <laughs> I, tell you that. I haven't seen Nas out in so long. I totally forgot a lot of stuff about that movie. Um, <laughs> but um, but yeah, I enjoyed it, man. Uh, what did you watch? What did I watch? <laughs> well, I've still been doing the Bond thing. Um, so I got through all the 60s, 70s, and 80s. It started on the 90s. Um, like, okay, I'll talk a little bit about Timothy Dalton's versions. Um, what, what year is that? What's his? 87. The Living Daylights is 1987. The other one he did, I don't even remember the name of it. It was 1989. But 1987, The Living Daylights was actually really good. I, I, it's like probably my top five Bond films. I don't like him as Bond, though. It's just a really good action movie. Um, then, you know, we get to Pierce Brosnan. You know, Goldeneye. Oh, man. I literally think that's in my top ten best action films ever made. Goldeneye is. Yeah. i I, I never seen it before. I stay away from Bond. I don't know why. I just... Never so really you're changing, changing your your mindset on Bond. Some of them are some of them are pretty good, but there's some that are just uh, meh. You just want it to end. There's a lot of Roger Moore films that I just they were okay, but I just kind of wanted so, to get through it. Was it now? Did Sean did Sean Connery? He started. His, it. Yeah, did his Bond like keep you interested, and then he kept uh, me interested. His okay. performances, uh, not so much the story or the Bond villains. Although I will say in Roger Moore's Jaws, yes, it's my favorite Bond villain of all time is Jaws. Jaws is that the guy with the the big the guy that's from uh, Happy Gilmore, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. So I mean, you have your hit and, and misses, but Gold you told me you told me Wesley popped up. Uh, Doctor oh, yeah. Loomis, Donald Pleasance. Yeah, he plays um, basically Dr. Evil. Again, I had no idea that this is sad, but I had no idea that uh, Austin Powers was spoofing Bond. I always thought it was just espionage films, but it makes sense that it'd be just Bond. But yeah. Okay. I mean, but for me, Jansen is the best Bond girl I've ever seen. She's so psycho. I recommend okay. you watch it. It's I will. All right. Well, you ready to get into what you watched recently? Yeah, because that's the only thing I've watched that's new. In other words, <laughs> nope. <laughs> ah, finally, finally, he watched Nope, and Nope. I've, 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 I've I like this movie. I enjoyed the movie, uh, and it just, and it just, it sticks with you. In my opinion, it stuck with me. Where I just kept thinking about it, and think, of, and Jordan Peele has a has a tendency to make movies that make you think about it. Uh, I think that I think that this was like his homage to uh, Spielberg because he's a he's a huge mark for Steven Spielberg. And I felt like a lot of it was like you had some stuff in there that you, you'd be like, yeah, I can see Spielberg type of. Thanks. But Spielberg, Spielberg, nobody Spielberg. Spielberg is Spielberg. Abrams is close, but Spielberg, is Spielberg. But but I liked it. Oh, I know you liked it. The way you talk about it is like your favorite movie of the year. Oh, uh, so far it's up there, man. It's up there. I mean, yeah, I mean, I was glued to the TV when well, I TV, but I was glued to the big screen in the, in the theater. But I, yeah. there's some things you know. I just I was like. It, it kept my interest. I, here's one thing I don't like, though. And it's not just him that does this. Other directors do it, too. It's like chapters. Quentin Tarantino's bad for it. He'll, he'll, he'll put chapters for, you know, in a movie. It's almost like reading a book, but it's a movie. So I, I hate that. That's, I just hate that. And I don't know. I just hate so, it. So when other directors do that, like, like a Tarantino... It takes you out of it a little yeah. bit when that happens. Yeah, it's, it slows the process down, I think, like, because you're reading what next chapter is and then it, and it go to it. But uh, it's just a pet peeve I have. I just hate when directors do that. Yeah. I think, yeah, obviously with him, he was just highlighting uh, the creatures. 
Yeah. Uh, like, uh, well, like, like the horses, then Gordy, and then Jean Jacket. So, yeah. Which, you know, it, I, I liked, um, so I'm not a big Kiki Palmer fan. But I thought Kiki Palmer was pretty good in the movie. Um, I think uh, Daniel Kaluuya, Kaluuya, I don't know if I pronounced his name right, it was really good in it. I, and I, I heard people criticize that he doesn't really talk much in it, but I love how, how stoic he is and how, but he's, he's, he's very, you know, observing. Yeah, he's, uh, he's a quiet man. Yeah. I, I, I liked his character. He reminded me of a, I don't know, he's really a villain. But that guy, um, Javier Bardem, in that Coen Brothers movie. No, 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 he, he was just quiet. His quietness, it kind of reminded me of that. Um, but I thought he was a great character in a movie. I, he kept it going, you know. I mean, he's quiet, but you don't mm-hmm. need to talk all like his sister, thousand miles an hour. Yeah. <laughs> She's and so energetic. Talk- and I noticed that. So the father, at one point, uh, she was playing like old audio, like from old tape, yeah. Of her father doing the pitch, and um, he had the business side of it. Like he knew how to take care of the horses, and he knew how to market the uh, the business. You know what I'm saying? He knew yeah. how to. So he was a com- combination of both of them, but separate. The the kids, one of them has his personality as far as work ethic and know how to take care of the, the farm and the horses and. And train them, and uh, she knows the the aspect of how to um, sell stuff, sell the business, you know. Um, but yeah, I thought that. But together, they 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 work. Um, I did like Angel. Angel became one of my favorite characters in the in the movie. Um, people said that Steve Young was wasted. I don't feel like he was wasted. I felt like for for his time frame in the movie, I thought he did a great job. Uh, what would you think, Steven? I'm gonna go with the wasted. It felt like he was about to. It felt like they were leading him to do something, some more, something big, and he just he gets killed <laughs> off screen. <laughs> so I, so I kind of felt disappointed by that. But it, like, I had questions about the monkey and I, or the chimp, chimpanzee, and I felt like, and I've seen a lot of people say this. They they were going back to that but they never really explain why everything happened and you had your opinion on that yesterday when we were talking yeah yeah i think that the chimp as far as the chimp i think the chimp um he he goes off because of the balloon pops and uh and he just kept going off and kept being primal and he knocks the hat off of his head you know the little party hat because he's 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 uh, an animal uh, and uh, and that's what in in reality, no matter how cute and how nice they dress him up as, he's still looked at as an animal, a primate, a, a savage. Uh, and uh, and I think that also can relate to socially to like OJ and the and the other character, like the people the um, at the farm with the ranch. I think that no matter what they do, no matter how how much they can do, they're still looked at as less than. Like background characters, not even worth, uh, uh, you know, anything. But I, like I said, I just enjoyed it. I, I love the uh, director, the Ant Antlers. Uh, he, I got Quint vibe from, but also, and, and Donald, when I was watching, I'm like, that's the dude from from The Crow. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, that's the villain from The Crow. I recognized the face. I was like, is that him? Oh, it is him. So that was really cool seeing that guy. And his voice is just so. Oh, so so rough and gravelly. It's like it's like you know he has a great villain voice, you know, but he's not villain. Now, what'd you think about his death? Do you feel like that was weird or? It was odd. It's like he didn't want the footage to be captured, and he sacrificed himself so it wouldn't be. That's what that's what I took from it. I was like, why are you even here? It just some choices they made. I was just like. I, I think with him, I don't get it. I mean, I think with his sacrifices, he was watching videos of animals being killed by uh, by other animals. Yeah. Uh, but he, but he was looking for the 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 best shot 
And uh, and the shots that he's always had was from a voyeuristic view. He didn't get anything like a like a POV of it happening. And so he wanted that POV shot. He wanted that shot uh, and the the impossible shot. And the impossible shot for him is to be sucked up by the monster and killed. Uh, kind of like Quint with Jaws with with Bruce. Uh, he uh, he he was going to either kill the shark the shark didn't kill him and it was the latter the shark killed him but uh, but yeah he but he was willing to die for his for his truth I guess and the same with uh, uh, ant, antlers or ant I think that he was willing to die for his truth I thought it was weird but I liked it though yeah I like the movie I just like the movie man. I know you do you love it Ooh. I mean I enjoyed it it's just something I had some some questions. I understand. Well, Quite a bit we, well, we can go ahead and get anything else you have before we get to Shang-Chi. Shang-Chi? No, no I'm good. Shang-Chi uh, review. All right, this movie came out in 2021, uh, and it stars uh, Simu Lu as Sean, uh, Shang-Chi, uh, Aquafina as Katie, uh, Tony Shu Wang Yong is Zhu Wen Wu, who is the uh, the father. Uh, he's he's the real uh, what's that what's that villain's called the uh, uh, Mandarin. Yeah, the Mandarin. Uh, ben Kingsley as Trevor uh, Slattery. Uh, Minger Zhang as Zingling, and then you have other people pop up like Michelle Yeoh, uh, Fala Shen as Lee, uh, Florian. Men, Mentenu, who I totally didn't realize that I was watching the second time or this, this time. I'm like, oh, that's Drago's son. <laughs> it totally didn't dawn on me. I was like, that's Drago's son. But yeah, Drago's son is in this movie. Um, and yes, and watching this, and after watching Creed too, and watching this, I'm like, he has, you know, he has. I think I feel like in Creed Two he wasn't really utilized too well. Maybe he utilized just, but he has he has range. Like he has range, man. Because he he's very comedic in this, like like funny, yeah. but like deadpan funny. Uh, and I like that. Uh, so I, it was just good to see that. Thinking about those two characters that he played and putting putting in, into this individual, I was like, man, he's, he, you know, I can't wait to see what else he does in the future. And then, of course, we have uh, Wong in this movie again. Yeah, yeah, a little bit of Wong. Yeah. We like, I like Wong. I'm all about the Wong. It sounds weird. I like Wong. Um, yeah, when you say it's all about the Wong, it does sound very weird. You like the Wong too, don't lie, Brandon. I don't like the Wong uh, that much. <laughs> you, oh, you like the Wong. You you watch you, you watch you watch Seven on TV with Wong in it last night. This movie. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, okay. Okay. Are we ready for the numbers? Yeah, we're ready for the I'm glad we're getting there. <laughs> it's got a 7.4 out of 10 on IMDb. It's got a 4.6 out of 5 on Voodoo. 89% like it on Google. It's got a 91% on Rotten Tomatoes with an audience score of 98. So it is certified fresh. Certified. We should create a graphic that pops up. This is certified fresh. Um, but yeah. So uh, this movie, you know what I don't, I did notice it, Brandon, until watching this time. I, my one criticism was like I felt like it needed more martial arts, but it has plenty of martial arts in it. I didn't realize that like until watching it this time around. I'm like, yeah, there's there's martial arts throughout it. Like I thought that the end it didn't really have have a lot of it because it's more of it, like when the when the soul suckers show up. It becomes like more like bow and arrows and you know stuff like yeah. that. But I love, I love just the straight up martial arts, like the fighting each other. I wanted more of that. Yeah, I mean, I was happy with what we got. Um, like in my, in a, when it came out originally, when we watched it in theaters. I, I was blown away by what they were able to accomplish because really, you never seen martial arts in the MCU. Mm. Really haven't, and so I love that aspect having martial arts in the MCU. And that's why I love the movie so much because of the martial arts. 
big fan of that. But um, watching it last night, I, I thought the movie kind of went too fast to get to where they were going. It was like it was just happened really fast. I don't know. I it just I don't know. It just was fast paced. Um, it, it's two hours twelve minutes, but I, I don't know. I just Shang Chi. I just thought I thought they could have developed his character a little bit more, but. For what they did do, it was amazing to watch again. So, I mean, it, I had a lot of fun with it. I love the bus scene, though. You know, yeah. that is probably my favorite scene in the whole movie. Just, I, I'm just curious how many shots that took to accomplish all that. Because that was amazing. It was like, that was awesome. Yeah, his, uh, and I noticed that his style of kung fu, which he is uh, doing, uh, his father. It taught him uh, Wing Chun. Um, but his actual style of Kung Fu is that Jackie Chan type of Kung Fu, which I love, the, like using your elements. Yeah. Uh, like, And I love Jackie made that famous, although he doesn't really do it to the power that Jackie does. Like Jackie would punch something and then say, ow, you know, like, like it hurt him. Where he wouldn't do it, but he did use a lot of elements. Like he used his jacket at one point. He used uh, beans. He, you know, used that one guy uh, to walk across him. You know, yeah. when there's, you know, at the on top of that building or on the side of the building. But yeah, uh, yeah, this is this was a really strong movie. Um, uh, if if I say one character fell flat for me, it would be. Aquafina's character, Katie, yeah. she's okay. I didn't really, I'm not, I really didn't really vibe with her, in my opinion. In my opinion, you didn't vibe with her. I thought she was fun. She's okay. better when she's with him um, instead of the others characters. But I, I, I like their chemistry together. I thought that they work well together. And they're probably gonna ruin it in the sequel. Have a love, you know, have a romance between the two, which I feel. Oh like no. It isn't needed, but they can just be friends. Like yeah. literally, they can just be friends, and, I, and I'm okay with it. Like they, they kind of seem like they are like, you know, partners in crime. You know what I'm saying? Like they, the best friends, the BFFs. But I love how. Uh, also, you know what I, I like is uh, how his his beginning, like when they show him in L.A. like parking cars, it's just like a humble beginning. And it's not like he's a flashy guy. Uh, he's like the guy that takes is careful about things. Like she, he didn't want to take the car when she wanted to go joyriding. You know, he just kind of like was like, yeah, let's not do that. Let's just relax. And uh, and I love his com- comedy. He's probably one of my favorite, um, freshly new introduced characters in the MCU. And I can't wait to see. Actually, I can't wait to see him in more stuff. Uh, you know. I like, I, I, and I actually saddened that he didn't show up in uh, Doctor Strange too, because I was hoping that's what the ending would went to. I remember thinking that, like, oh, he's gonna be in Doctor Strange too, but no, no, he, we didn't get him. No, didn't get him. But yeah, I, I I agree with all that. I mean, I would love to see him in more, you know, something else before we get to Shang Chi two or the next Avengers film. He's got to pop up in something. I mean. You think it'd be the next Avengers film? Well, isn't I, that like I, next year? <laughs> no, that's like 2024 or 2025. Uh, that's too long, man. <laughs> nah, he's got to pop up in something. You know, and I don't know. They got so much going on. I don't know how it's all going to develop, but he's got to pop up in something. I mean, you can't wait three or four years to pop up again. But uh, What's your, What are your thoughts on uh, the powers... That is the Ten Rings. Uh, it's, you know, the funny thing about this movie, I didn't pay much attention to the Ten Rings. Like, mm. and either time I've watched, I, I've been focused on just the world they created. You know, with this, I think that's the most impressive thing to me is the world they created. You know, the the culture that they they went with. I love that aspect. Uh, but the Ten Rings itself, I mean, it's it's cool to watch in the action scenes. How much power it actually has. Um, I would say 
my favorite part with the rings is when uh, the father is getting revenge, you know, for his wife's death. And yeah. my, I was like, man, it's, that's, that's a lot of power right there he's got with those rings. But I felt like he didn't need it as well. Mm. Like he could took have took them all out easily, but just just his martial arts skill. But he wanted them to feel the power. <laughs> you wanted them to feel the power? Uh, you mentioned something, and I wanted to uh, bring that back up. You said, in talking to me, you said you love how with this phase of the MCU, uh, with the villains, they aren't straight just like like villainy, like where you're like, oh, I can't stand them. But the villains, so far, other than you mentioned the creeper guy, other than the creeper guy from uh, Black Widow, who's just yeah. a perp. Uh, um, but you mentioned that most of them, though, you understand their motivation yeah. of why, why they are doing what they're doing. And, and you know, you can't say that you disagree with him. He loved his wife and and uh, and his, he felt like part of himself died when she died. And uh, and if he if there's even a slight chance that she's behind that wall, he's gonna do what he can to get her. And so you understand his motivation. And I can't I can't fault the guy for that. You know? Yeah, he was. He has a very interesting story because before her, he was he was he was he was a straight up villain. You know, he killed people for that power. And he met her. He changed. He changed for love. And he loses love. He just, he comes, he goes back to that, but ten times worse. Really, I mean, so I, I really love the story arc with him, with him, and I, I just I thought it was um, I thought it was beautiful how they played the story out with him. That he was mm-hmm. doing, wanted to reconnect with her. Wanted he thought she was talking to him, and so that's why he was doing. What he was doing it. Yeah, you can understand that. You can relate to it. You can sympathize with it you could you hope you don't obviously you feel that he's probably it's not true but it's you can sympathize with him and you hope it is true you hope he gets to reconnect with his wife the process i mean but you know you know in your heart it's not going to happen you know it's it's, it's just evil you know it's what is it exactly called uh what's the they call it the giant soul sucker, or, or they call it the mega soul sucker. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm gonna call it the mega soul sucker. It's like a big, it's like a dragon, but an uh, ugly dragon. <laughs> uh, uh, speaking of people, uh, it's not speaking of any, this is not a good segue. I'm segueing anyway. Ben Kingsley was excellent in this movie. He redeemed himself from Iron Man 3. I didn't really like him in Iron Man 3. But I like him here. Uh, and he was really great at comic comic relief. And uh, and I love how it seems like he had, had a lot of fun with this character. Yeah. In his, um, and Maurice, yeah, it's the weirdest thing I've ever seen. I don't think it's going to catch on, but Maurice is weird. Nobody nobody wants anything without, without a face, man. It's weird, man. It's weird, man. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, it's weird. But the problem I have with Ben Kingsley, mm, it creates—it's well, it just creates a plot hole in Iron Man Three. Because Guy Pierce's character is supposed to be the the Mandarin. He mm-hmm. even says he is, and it was, we get the impression that's true until this movie comes out. So it just creates a plot hole there, and that's the only problem I have with them. Bringing Ben Kingsley in, but you know, I'm well, glad they, Pierce isn't the the Mandarin though, because he he's, he wasn't a good Mandarin. No, uh, he, 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 he said he said he's named at the uh, uh, Chinese dish, uh, which uh, that's embarrassing. Um, but yeah, no, I think also if you watch um, uh, that one little short movies like The King something. With Ben Kingsley um, in jail, and at the end of it, the uh, Ten Rings uh, break him out of jail to bring him to his compound. Um, so that came out like 
I don't know, 2000 and... Well, somewhere after Iron Man 3. So, uh, but yeah. yeah I, thought, I thought he did good, though. Um, oh, yeah, he did good. I mean, he was funny, you know. I just... Uh, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, Zeling, uh, the sister. Uh, what was... Do you feel like she is going to become a villain in the future? At the end, it shows the end credit where she's sitting on the throne of the um, Ten Rings. So she's taking over the Ten, ten Rings. Um, you feel like she's going to be like a... Or she's just moving her like little side hustle to the compound now. Um, I think it go either way. Hmm. Um, but if, if one of them does turn evil, it is going to be the sister. And I feel like Shang-Chi's got more of his mom in him. And she's got more of the dad, you know. Mm. So I could see her being a villain at some point, but I don't, they they did look villainous in training at the ends. Yeah, it didn't look okay. like you're just wearing all the black. You know, it just looked like you you're evil. So it, I, also, it looked like she opened it up, so she's training women to be in the yeah. ten rings, whereas it was all it was all men at one point. Um, Michelle. Yo, who I, I'm going to say, I'm a huge fan of Michelle Yo. Um, I've always been a fan of hers since uh, Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, and uh, she was brilliant in everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, I enjoyed her in that movie. She's in Crazy Rich Asians, which I've never seen. And she's in another Bond movie you're getting into, Tomorrow Never Dies. Uh, so, <laughs> but yeah, I like her though, man. I thought that she was great. She she does feel like an aunt type of character. Um, oh man, just I don't know. Just every time she's on the screen, and I'm not I'm not kidding you. Every time she's on the screen, like I wanted her on the screen more. Every time I sit and seen her, I just wanted her on the screen more. It's just who she is as, a, as an actress. She just is very drawing. She draws you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, but yeah, what were your thoughts? I thought I just hated that they waited, you know, a really long time to introduce her and to have that family. Like, I don't know. It just felt like it was rushing fast. And I guess it was because they did tell a whole lot before you get there. But I don't know. I just felt like they should have introduced her and her family, like, earlier on. Like, say the struggles of marrying, you know, the Mandarin, you know, the family should have been against it, and they said they were, and I felt that should have been shown early on, like, mm-hmm. but it wasn't, and you know, we, it, they did it the way they did it, and that's the way it is. But for what she did do in this movie, she was great. I also like the other guy that that's kind of training him with the bow and arrow. Mm-hmm. I don't remember his name, but uh, I liked him a lot too. He is. Uh, let's see, the actor's name was. Uh, Wu Young, <laughs> and in this movie, he's known as Yun Wa. <laughs> Literally, they just took his name and reversed it. But uh, 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 well, he's that, no, they no, know Master Guangbo. Guangbo, I love how uh, uh, their father said to him when he was talking to him, he says, Watch your tongue, uh, young man. Uh, I uh, I've lived 10 generations longer than you or something like that and and it just lets you know how how uh old their father really is he was like he was pretty much you know like an immortal <laughs> at one yeah. point um he gave it up for love which is uh, dude this dude Wan Yu, Wan Yu the guy that with the bow and arrow guy yeah. he was in the dragon uh, which is Bruce Lee did stunts for Way of the Dragon. Um, uh, Iceman Cometh. Uh, let's see. He was in... Uh, what's the other? Uh, another one I've seen. Kung Fu Hustle. He's a landlord. I do remember him as a landlord in Kung Fu Hustle. But yeah. Uh, man, I, I don't know, man. I really uh, enjoyed the movie. Uh, now, one thing I would say that I think that they wasted Michelle... A little bit, like she has that ability, like with the wind and stuff, to do that. I yeah. think that it would have been great to just see her using some of that 
on the battlefield when she's fighting people, like taking them and just throwing them over, just using the wind, using the elements. Um, but I don't know, man. But I really did like the scene where she was training Shang Chi. Uh, hmm. That was, I mean, that just that was just beautiful in every aspect, uh, not just of the special effects, but I don't know. I just love their little universe they have there. It's so so pretty. <laughs> it's just it's just so it's beautiful, yeah. man. It's just, I love it. Yeah, the yeah. uh the what's the name, man? Uh yeah, when you talk about the universe, those yeah. animals man was pretty unique. I re- I really enjoyed seeing those like the, the pots with the, like the five or six tails, man. That yeah. was really cool. Yeah, I mean everything about it just I wanted I just wanted more time there. You want to stay there more, like they should make a movie kind of there, yeah. like a show or something that is focused there. So yeah, I, I love the culture, and it's one of the reasons why I was excited to see the movie. Probably same with you when you Black Panther was coming. Mm-hmm. That culture, you know, it, it it does feel a little bit like Wakanda, just for the Asian culture, and I love that. And um, I hope they do more films like that. And I also could see this, how they set up Eternals, that world that Eternals lives in. I could see how they set it up here. And I don't know how I'm going to feel about Eternals again. I, I didn't hate it. What's that? Is it Eternals next week? Yep. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. Hating it, huh? Yeah, well, you know, it's crazy, man. Like, I was like, before I was watching Shang-Chi last night, or whenever I watched it, I was like, Okay, well, let me watch this. But just getting into it, man. Like, actually, it picked up for me the moment that we get to modern time with him getting out of bed and everything. And as soon as that, it just never let never let down for me. I loved it. Um, I, I always thought that the beginning was a little slower, but the beginning is necessary because it sets up the story of the father and his motivation of why he does what he does. So mm-hmm. it's necessary. I just love, I think the movie really wakes up when Sean wakes up into the into the modern day. So yeah, um, but I will I will I want to talk a little bit about the um, his sacrifice and at the end. The dads? Oh, yeah. absolutely, yeah. Um, because he is just determined to whatever's behind there. We've said it's the mega soul sucker, but. He's determined to free it. He's even willing to kill his own son, it seems. Like, he's telling him to get out of his way and all that. He's doing everything he can, you know, and he's like, he's going to end up fighting his son. And they do fight. And ends up, uh, he th- doesn't he end up thinking he killed him? Because he's, he's drowning? Or you think he's yeah. drowning? Yeah, he, well, the son says, um, if you even if she is back there, you look freer. What makes you think that she won't have anything to do with you, uh, who you are now? Because you're not, you don't resemble the man that she she fell in love with, or something like that. And so the father took the rings, hit him in the chest, and it pushed him up, and then took the rings and then forced him down into the water, and yeah, left him for dead. Yeah. Um, I, I want to mention something before you finish that thought. The um, I also thought that the father. It was harboring uh, like ill ill will or ill feelings towards his son. Like he blames him for his mother, his wife's death because he said, "You stood at the window, you did nothing while your mother was being slaughtered," you know, or something like that. Um, and I thought, man, that's some that's some rough stuff to kind of pin on your kid. Yeah. Uh, that that you're the reason why this person is dead. And so, and it's and it's not true. He isn't the reason why, why his mom died. The real reason is because of what the father did years back. I mean, it's his fault. You the know, sins yeah. of the father, right? Yeah, the father, it's the father's fault for the mistake he made years ago. Mm-hmm. You know, it's good that he changed, but still, you still made those mistakes, and they're coming out for revenge. So, I mean, if you're gonna blame anyone, you gotta blame yourself. Um, I did notice that uh, the uh, so the father with the fight at the end when they're fighting, and then the father realized like when Shang Chi instead of fighting the father the way the father fights, 
he started fighting the way his mom fights with the open open hand and stuff. Um, the which is um, uh, Tai Chi. Uh, I think that the father realized while he's fighting him that his his wife is still living, but living through them, living through who they are. Uh, you know, she like the daughter even says the father doesn't look at her, her because she reminds her so much of the mom. Like, cause I guess she looks like the mother. So he doesn't even want to look at his own daughter and just kind of push her to the side. So that's why she's able to do what she wants to do. But, um, but yeah. And then the father has that flashback. And, and I was going to ask your, your opinions of the dad. He had the flashback where he's seeing his father, his son, he's seeing Sean through different variations of life all the way to when he's a child. Uh, was it was that touching for you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah, it was. It was pretty touching. I mean, you know, it, it all goes back to the sacrifice. You know, when he's wrapped up into the soul sucker, and he just lets the rings go. You know, it was like I don't know. I just felt like he just he felt I don't know. I, I can't put it in words, <laughs> but I, I just felt that he he saw who his son. Maybe he saw his son for the very first time in that moment. And also, I didn't realize this that he actually saves his son's life. So Done. he sees what's about to happen. He jumps and pushes his son up away, and then gets him to safety. And then then he's grabbed up by the soul sucker, and um, is. Uh, sucked. Yes, it's a soul sucked. I keep on calling it a demon because that's what it, it, it is. I think it is a demon from a different dimension. Yeah, and and they and they feed on souls, so it's kind of that that kind of symbolism. It also reminds me of the character from Mortal Kombat that does that feeds off souls. Hmm. Uh, I can't remember his name. That's sad. I grew up on that game. But it's like one of the main villains. He's been the main villain in... He was the main villain in the 1995 film. I want to say he was the main villain in the reboot. But I can't think of his name. But anyway, he, he sucked up souls as well. And But yeah, he sucks up his father's soul and just drops him. And, you know, but I love the moment there, though him sacrificing himself to save his son and really seeing who his son is and seeing whose daughter is. You know, uh, there's a scene that I enjoyed too, where uh, Shane, she and his sister is on top of the, uh, pr- the great protector and, uh, and the great protector is being, getting sucked. <laughs> and, uh, and he's, uh, and the sister is getting wrapped up by the, um, the, um, the mega sucker as well. She's been grabbed by him. Man, we he, he, a lot today. You <laughs> uh, getting grabbed by the sucker? It's the uh, second. Uh, and so it's going to get blocked on Facebook. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yeah, so she. So anyway, uh, the the great protector is being sucked. And, uh, and Aaron says they, a lot, don't he, people? He says sucked a lot. <laughs> and I wonder what's uh, going on over there. <laughs> I'm trying to see what the uh, the great the the mega sucker is. What he's really <laughs> he just keeps on saying it. <sighs> I'm scared. To, I'm low key scared to Google this term mega sucker because I don't know what's about to pop up. Uh, maybe I should put uh, Shang Chi because uh, that's that's gonna at least. Getting me away from you know them hubs. Aaron is uh, trying to look at porn while we're on no, the podcast. I'm not, <laughs> do not spread that rumor. Uh, what is it called? Uh, the mega? They just call it mega social worker. Uh, or they call it the dweller in darkness. This is the real name. Let's go with that. The dweller in darkness. Uh, he gets out of darkness to suck. So uh, anyway, he is <laughs> stuck on suck. <laughs> I'm sorry, it's funny. Anyway, uh, but yeah, so 
either way, so, but in that scene, um, Shang-Chi has a choice of letting his sister go to help the protector, the great protector, or, you know, but he says, I'm not going to leave you. I'm not letting you go this time. Yeah. And, uh, and ultimately... Cover that. In huh? that. We didn't really cover that. He left her when the father actually found out who killed the mother and wanted Shang-Chi to get revenge. Um, and he promised his sister he'd be back in three days. And he never came back. So that's why she's bitter towards him. You know. Yeah. Three days times into six years or 16 years or something like that. Six years. And she finally gave up the idea of him returning. So, well, Jay, that's a strong, that's, that's a deep storyline, too. Uh, it's one of the very few times that you really do feel something for the sister because she doesn't really have a lot going on. You know? Yeah, she, she's probably the most, and I hate to say this, she's probably the most bland of the characters uh, in this. In this movie, uh, but in but she she has personality though, uh, which I like that. I, I figured that she'd be all villainous like, but she kind of had a perkiness. She's she's like there's a tunnel. I broke through the tunnel. That's how I got out last, last time I escaped. You know, and just like just just kind of like yeah, whatever, it's whatever. But uh, but I felt like yeah. Maybe because she's going to have her own spinoff, so it's going to be on Disney Plus. I think it's the Ten Rings, uh, so she's going to have her own show about the Ten Rings. Uh, I don't know if she's going to. I don't know if Shang Chi's going to be in it. Shang Chi. Well, I would think so. I would, I would hope. Pop up. I would hope. Yeah. I mean, she does deserve her own show, movie, whatever, but. You know, it'd be good for her to branch out and show her what she's all about, character-wise. So. so, apparently, that one guy on the bus was in the Spider-Man movie because he said, "Spider-Man, do a backflip," and Spider-Man does a backflip. And he's the same guy on the bus. And said, "Yeah," he said, "Yeah, uh, I took a little uh, karate or something like." That. He said, "I took a little uh, taekwondo, so I'm gonna uh, analyze this fight," <laughs> uh, which. I thought he was funny. He was funny for a like, quick little comic relief. Um, I liked it when he said, you got this, you got him. And then Drago with no arm comes up and you got the sword coming out of his arm and he's like, my bad. Yeah. <laughs> he, said, he, said, he says, I can't I can't drive the bus. Uh, they, they get mad at me every time I do. <laughs> like, what? Like, when did that happen, man? Uh, but yeah, I thought, I thought he was really good. Um, uh, anything else you wanted to discuss on this uh, on this movie? Um, I can't really think of anything else, really. Um, I think we pretty much hit all the bigger things. Yeah. Well, I guess we could discuss the end credit scene with Captain Marvel and oh, yeah, Ruth yeah. and how Captain yeah. Marvel just leaves, said they need me. So I'm assuming that's going to be for her Marvel's movie, Miss Marvel, whatever it's called, the Marvels. Uh she looks totally different. Well, I ain't gonna say nothing. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't want to turn to a brand and spoil it. <laughs> He's uh, hilarious. <laughs> you hilarious. But um, but yeah. Also, I did get a screener. I had to watch it. I got a screener for She-Hulk. Um, is it already on Disney Plus? If so, I just watch it there. Comes out next Thursday. Okay, I got a screener. I, I may watch it sometime. But anyway. Uh, yeah, so about um, the end credit scene. So there's two. There's one with her getting the ten rings, but then the uh, the one that's the best one is with Wong, uh, Bruce Banner, and uh, Carol Danvers, and uh, Sean and Katie. Yeah. Uh, and they are just standing around trying to analyze the there's something in the rings, which I don't know what that could be. Um, but yeah, Captain Marvel. I, I, I marked out seeing her again. Honestly, I, I, I think I think I think I've, I've grown fond of her post Endgame. I guess because of Endgame, I, I've grown fond of her because I think she. I liked her in Endgame. Um, oh, yeah, she didn't have to talk much. 
Yeah. She just got but, to fight, really. I mean, so. You but, know, she's fighting. She's good. It's just uh, in between time. She's. I don't know. I just don't like Brie Larson. I don't know what it is. I haven't seen one yeah. film she's done that I've liked. Her, her performance. I mean, I just. Yeah. Just Mercy. I didn't really care for her in that. She was in Kong. Didn't care for her in that. Didn't care for her in Captain Marvel. I just. Not a fan. Oh, we didn't mention Anne Heystein. Oh, yeah. You know, and what made me think about it, sadly, is because I'm not a fan of Anne Heystein. But, yeah, it just made me think about it. Uh, not a so, fan of Anne Heystein. She, she, I was a sorry. fan of hers. Yeah. Like, I, I don't really you. get into the, the personal lives of these artists because there's no telling what you're going to find out about them. And I don't really know much about Anne's personal. I know she, she was a a lot, a lot of trauma in her life. That's all I know. Mm-hmm. I, I know while she was in a coma, she had she ran into a house with her vehicle and twice. Uh, it seems like after her and uh, Ellen broke up, just things just went out of control. You know, and she didn't get the help she needed. Sadly, uh, but I always liked her. I liked her, and I still know what she did last. Not not still. I know what she did last summer. Six days, seven nights. But my favorite role of hers was with Tommy Lee Jones and Volcano. I loved her in that. But mm. I hadn't really, I hadn't seen her in probably since the Harrison Ford movie, Six Days and Seven Nights. I, I didn't even know she was even still working. So yeah, I hadn't seen her in nothing in a while. But yeah, she passed away. But my point was, I'm not a fan of hers. Uh, but I'm so sorry that she passed her. Um, I am. I hate to hear that. It's a terrible way to die. Um, but, yeah. But speaking of not being a fan of somebody, you just talking about Carol Danvers, uh, uh, me, uh, Brie, Brie Lawson or whatever her name is. Yeah. Um, and I thought about, I was like, oh, yeah. And, hey, she, I was going to tell you that when she passed away that I wasn't a fan of hers. Anyway. But, yeah, no. Uh, and then Bruce Banner, it, his arm is still in a swing, but it's it's like, he, but he's not the Hulk. He's not the smart Hulk no more. He's just he's him. Like, Eric, what are they doing with this guy? What are they doing with this guy? I mean, at this point, I just kind of wish they'd kill him off. <laughs> and bring Edward start- Norton back from the multiverse and let him be Bruce again. This is comic relief, isn't he? Yeah, I mean, I am not looking forward to She-Hulk at all. Yeah, I can't say that I am either. I'd be surprised if it's good. Um, but yeah, we can go ahead and give our marks, I guess. Um, I, I think initially I gave it a five mark out. I think I'm giving it four and a half. Four and a half. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think uh, I think I'm gonna go there with you. I originally gave it five as well, and. I felt it was a little too fast-paced in the first act, so that mm. loses some points for me. And I, I greatly enjoyed it. I still think it's a very entertaining movie and one of the best of Phase Four. I would say second best behind Spider-Man. You know, as far as movies go, uh, kills Eternals. It kills Black Widow. I, I like it better than the Thor Love and Thunder. So Shang Chi's where it is, and I, I look forward to him in the future. All right. Now, let me tell you all what's going on right now at Regal. Uh, this is not an advertisement. We don't, we don't, Regal is not sponsored. But I just want people to know what's out there if they want to go to the movies. Uh, so, uh, The uh, Fall is a new movie. I will not be watching. I, I will don't, be watching. I don't have a desire to see somebody stranded on top of a pole, man. It's like I don't like heights, so it just be traumatized, traumatized for me the whole time. So, uh, Top Gun Maverick still hanging in there. It's still being shown for Top Gun Maverick. Bodies, 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 which is another movie I don't have no interest in what. I think A24 is hit or, hit or, hit or miss. I think this don't look good. Plus it has Pete Davidson, and I'm not a big Pete Davidson. Well, they actually both have a great review. Well, Bodies, Bodies, really? Bodies has like a 92% of Rotten Tomatoes. Really? Fall has 71%. So... They both got good reviews. Is I this want to see all more of the new bodies, 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 though. Um, 
Bullet Train. Did you watch it yet? No, not yet. But okay. Plan to next week. And then Easter Sunday is out. Uh, DC Legends of Super Super Pets. Nope. Where the Car Dad Sing. Thor: Eleven Thunder. Still Minions Rise of Groove. Dirty Dancing's coming out. Caroline. The Rift. Rift track of a swamp thing. It's like on Thursday, August 18th. Oh, uh, then we're getting into like the future. So, uh, let's back it. Let's dial down, dial down. So, uh, yeah, well, I'll say that's what you got. Means is the last one you got currently. Guess what? It's finally left the building. Elvis. Has it? It's finally left the building. Uh, as far as I can tell, let me look. Maybe there's a Saturday showing somewhere. Uh, maybe like you know they just sprinkle another showing. Oh yeah, <laughs> one more on Saturday. There's a one forty. Elvis, you gonna try to go for ten? You're at seven now. You gonna try to go for it? I don't You're... think I'll make ten. I may make eight, but I don't think I'll make ten. I mean, you know, it'll be a world record. I don't think that you would ever surpass that. No. Uh, it looks like it. It airs again on Sunday. They're having one showing on Sunday. But I would say by next week, Elvis is, I'm surprised Brandon Top Gun is hanging in there. Maverick. It's a good movie. I'm surprised though it's still well, it's made still like 1.3 or 1.4 billion. Is it the winner for the summer? Would you say that's it's the summer blockbuster? It's the winner? I mean, you you gotta say it is just because how much money it's made. But for me personally, it's Elvis. But Top Gun has made the most money, you know. So you gotta say that's the blockbuster of the summer. Top Gun, Top Gun feels like a blockbuster. I think Jordan Peele's uh, Nope was trying to kind of have that feel of a blockbuster, although. Uh, because it, it, it felt like Jaws. I loved it, though. I loved that it. it felt like Jaws. Um, and um, we didn't talk about, what did you think about it being a creature versus, like, how, how, how did you respond to that when that happened? Oh, it, it, I didn't like it. Really? I would have preferred a straight-up science fiction film with aliens instead of the creature I... See, when he did that, uh, see, I heard the... He's getting compared to M. Night Shyamalan with a twist in his films. And I was like, oh, that's not, that doesn't, that doesn't sound good to me. And <laughs> when I seen it, like, I, I'm not saying it's a bad thing what he did. I just, I would have preferred aliens, straight up aliens. But, you know, it is what it is. Uh, like, it didn't make me hate the movie or anything. I just, I would have preferred aliens over the creature that looks like a spaceship. Okay. So, uh, Brandon, this weekend before we close, you said you're going to see Paul. Uh, next week, maybe uh, seeing Bodies, 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 or Bullet Train next week. You said, right? Yeah, I'm probably gonna see Bullet Train either Monday or Tuesday. Uh, when's your schedule for Bodies, Bodies, Bodies? And um, probably next Thursday, okay. probably and uh, this week is yeah. the fall. It's fall, yeah. I like. I th- I actually really want to see that movie. I'm terrified of heights as well, but I can't do it. I can't do it, bro. It's. I mean, it's. I feel like it's gonna be like the shallows. Yeah, and I don't know. I just when I first saw the trailer, I was like, "Oh God, nope." I I said this movie should have been called Nope instead of Nope being called Nope. (laughs) (laughs) Nope, I'm out. Nope should be called Don't Look Up. Uh, But yeah. Uh, but yeah, all right, man. Well, we're gonna go ahead and wrap it up next week. We will be uh discussing, unfortunately, Eternals. Uh, I'm already right now going, going Way out like that. Hype it up, Aaron. Way to hype it up, but it, it might pleasantly surprise me. I might look at it now and be like, Oh, this is great. Mm. I don't think it's great, but that serviceable. Maybe. Service. Oh, there you go. Well, we in the meantime, Marvel between... Superman again. I can't wait. That's the best Brando, part about it. What do you want the people to do there, Brando? I want you to have a good day. I want you to smile, treat people nice, and 
all that great stuff that us humans forget to do. <laughs> Especially <laughs> online, there's, you're so mean to each other. But uh, you know, just be happy. Say like and subscribe and share. <laughs> yeah, you can like, you can subscribe, and you can share, and be nice to each other. How about that? <laughs> do, do all of them. All right, and, and this is Aaron Whitlow. Oh yeah, I'm Brandon Spivey. <laughs> oh my goodness. All right, Elvis just messed his man up. Now Brandon has left the building in the mind. All right, we thank you for tuning in. And uh, hey, be be nice to each other, as Brandon said. Peace. Exactly.